Hey guys, great to have you back. Thanks for listening. This is Kevin again. I want to talk to you today about the posture of praise. Now, uh, I don't have to tell you that the Bible does not have a prescribed posture for prayer or praise. There's no specific uh, bodily position that puts you closer to God or uh, makes your prayers or your praise more powerful or anything like that. Um, uh, in fact, the, there's warnings in the Bible against uh, thinking that bodily position might um, merit favor with God. However, there is plenty of uh, uh, evidence throughout Scripture that our prayers and our praise and our worship need to be uh, not just our hearts, but our 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 body, mind, and soul, right? Um, we are to love the Lord with all our mind and with all our heart and with all our soul and with all our strength. And uh, we we have a God wants us to worship Him um, in in with everything we've got. So specifically today, I want to talk about raising hands. Now I remember as a kid growing up in a church where that was not a thing you did, right? I was in one of those churches where you know. Um, People just kept their their hands at their side. Of course, we had hymn books in those days, so we couldn't really raise your hands because you couldn't see the words on the hymn page anymore if you did that. But um, yeah, it was just it was just not a thing we did. And um, uh, I re- I still remember to the day uh, the first time I went to a church where everybody was raising their hands, and and so I I just did it, you know, um, and. I'll tell you what, something happened to me that day. And I don't think it was just the raising of hands, but there was something about that day that I realized that it is okay to get so excited about God that your entire body gets into the act. And uh, I was at a church that day. They were also just praising God with applause um, after some of the songs. Um, and it was, this is again, back in the day when that was just not something you did, but I just could sense the genuine passion of these people, um, and their love for Jesus. And, I, and that's not to say that the church I grew up in wasn't genuine. They, they were, um, and, uh, I still visit there when I go home, wonderful church, but their reticence, their reluctance to, <laughs> to allow everything in their hearts and minds and souls and bodies to get into praise. Um, well, it was, I think it it delayed my growth a little bit. Let's put it that way. So what is it about raising your hands? I, I've been doing some, just uh, some exploring in scripture, just to kind of look through um, the uh, the word of God on this topic, and it is all through Old Testament and New, the teaching, the example of godly people raising their hands in prayer. And I'm not going to go through all of it today, but I just want to share a few of them with you. Um, Psalm 63, verse 4 says, I will praise you, O Lord, as long as I live, lifting up my hands in your name. And Psalm 134 says, Praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. And uh, maybe one more I'll read, Psalm 141 too. May my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting up of my hands 
be like the evening sacrifice. And of course, I uh, can't leave out First uh, Timothy 2.8. I want, this is Paul speaking, he says, I want men everywhere to lift up holy hands in prayer. So what's this all about? And why this particular expression? What is it about raising hands that is meaningful to us as worshipers or to God who commanded it? Uh, why, why is this, why should this be um, part of our worship? And um, what, what can it contribute? So I was, I was jogging today, my prayer jog, and I, um, I was asking the Lord that question. I, you know, sometimes I love to go out um, in the woods um, or out in the boondocks where there's nobody around, and I'll just pray out loud, and um, I'll sometimes even raise my hands while I'm jogging. And um, if I'm overcome with just joy in the Lord, I'll just raise my hands. And um, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm more expressive. I know there's some people who are not quite as demonstrative as I am in their worship, and that's okay. Um, this is uh, n- nothing against them, but I just, I for me, it is a powerful expression of my heart um, just to raise my hands. And I said, Lord, what is it about raising hands? What? Why is that a deal? Why is that something significant? And as soon as I said that prayer, three pictures came into my mind, and I'd like to just share them with you. First of all, when you raise your hands, that is the universal expression for surrender, right? You have your hands upraised, your your hands are empty, uh, you've you've thrown down your weapons, you've thrown down, you're releasing all um, complaints, all all defenses, and you're saying, "I surrender, I am yours, I take me, I I." I give myself to you. I surrender all to you. And, and for me, that's, that's, a, that's a part of worship. It's saying, I surrender all. I surrender all my life. I surrender all my privileges. I surrender all my dreams, all my hopes. I surrender all my history. I surrender my, my sins and my righteousness, which are really just filthy rags. I surrender everything. I, I bring you nothing. I bring you empty hands, Lord. I bring you empty hands and I surrender to you. The second picture is that if you have children or little little children or grandchildren, um, you know that raising hands is the universal expression for pick me up, daddy. I want a hug. <laughs> yeah. And my kids now, they're they're at that in-between stage where they're not really huggers, right? They're more like they're they're into wrestling perhaps, but not hugging, you know, they'll They'll run from me when the when the hug, hugging arms come out. So I, I don't have that from them anymore, but I have a dog. <laughs> and my dog greets me every time I walk in the house. His his expression is to run up to me and jump up on his hind paws and reach his front paws up towards me, up on my leg to say, oh, I'm so excited to see you. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, give me some loves because I wasn't sure. I haven't seen you like in a half an hour and I'm so excited to see you. Please give me loves. Do you still love me? And, and so whether it's children or dogs, when you reach up your hands, it's to say, I want to embrace you. And more importantly, I want you to embrace me. I want your hands. I want your arms wrapped around me. I want to embrace you. Psalm 63 uh, verse 8 says, My soul clings to you, and your right hand upholds me. I love that picture. It's a picture of somebody just clinging to the folds of the Father's garments, 
um, knowing that he's safe there because the father's arm is underneath supporting him. And it's just a picture of a child just resting, relaxing, but clinging to God with all of his heart, but being resting in the loving arms of his father who's supporting him. And that's, that's just, when I raise my hands to him, that's just my heart's way of saying, Lord, I want to embrace you. I want to I want to feel your arms around me. Isaiah 40 talks about he, he picks up his lambs in his arms. And that's just the that's just where I want to be. That's just where I want to be. I want to be like John, the, the disciple whom Jesus loved, who rested his head against the chest of Jesus. And Jesus accepted that. He received it. He delighted in that type of just full-on worship, full-on adoration. And that, that's, that to me is another part of what raising my hands is. And the third picture that God gave me was that raising your hands is the universal expression for saying, I'm lifting you up in praise, lifting up the Lord in praise. Now, this is, um, this, this is a kind of an interesting one. The Bible talks about lifting up God and the the uh, the word that's often used to translate it is exalt um, you see it a lot in uh, Psalm 30 verse 1 I will exalt you O Lord the word for exalt literally means I will lift you up for you lifted me out of the depths um, Psalm 145 one says I will exalt you my God the king I will praise your name forever and ever so Lifting up the Lord, how does how does that even possible? I mean, think about that. That's just kind of absurd when you think about it. Uh, he, God made the universe. We can't lift the universe. We can't even lift a planet or or a mountain or even a large boulder. We we don't have the strength to lift in any of that. So how can we make God who is bigger than all of that? We can't lift Him, except that God, in His grace, has given us this miracle of praise and worship, and He says. In Psalm 22, 3, you are holy, you are enthroned on the praises of your people. God is lifted up and enthroned on our praises. Our praises actually lift God. Just like the angels in Isaiah chapter 6, where it says that the angels were night and day calling out to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And Isaiah says, I saw him high and lifted up. The angels were lifting up the Lord in their praise and we lift him up. We exalt him. We say you are worthy. And we, 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 we praise him by lifting him up, by saying you are the greatest. That's, that's what exalts God. That's what glorifies God. Uh, John Piper says, God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. When we bring him our gladness and our joy and our excitement and our happiness and our thrill of being belonging to him, when we bring that to him, that glorifies him, that lifts him up, that praises him, because it it demonstrates to all who hear that we are satisfied in Jesus, that we are excited about him. And that's just a way to praise God. So I just want to encourage you with those three pictures that to, to surrender to him, 
to, to extend your arms to reach for his embrace and to lift him up in praise and adoration and glorious, um, glorious singing. One last verse to, to, to close out with. Nehemiah 8.6 Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen, Amen. And then they bowed and worshipped their Lord with their faces to the ground. And that's another posture that we'll talk about on another day. <laughs> Let me pray. Oh God, ever since Moses raised his hands, and when he raised his hands, the the plagues came. And when he raised his hands, the Red Sea was split in half. And when he raised his hands with a staff in his hands, you heard his prayer. And and on the mountain, he had to raise his hands while the battle was going. And when it says when, the, when, when he raised his hands, the Israelites were winning and his hands drooped to his side, they were losing. And oh God, I believe that there's so many people that are losing right now in the battles because they've forgotten lift their hands up in praise. And I know it's not just a bodily thing, not just a physical posture. That That's not what this is about, but it is an expression of our hearts. And so I ask, oh God, that you would bring, I hope to be, I hope to be like Aaron and her who supported, who lifted up Moses's hands so that he could praise and who could pray. And so the Israelites could fight their battles and be victorious. And so God, I pray for the people who are listening right now, God, for the guys who might be struggling in their battles, that you would lift up their hands, their hearts, and their souls in praise to you today, because you're so worthy and it's so, so ridiculously fun and enjoyable to see you high and lifted up and to be a part of what the angels have been doing since their creation and will do for all of eternity. We will praise you, O Lord, forever and ever. We will lift our hands in your name.